Welcome to the Nerdaplexi Comic Movie Review Show. In this series, we are going to break down and analyze every comic movie released between 1989's Batman all the way to 2008's Iron Man. We are going to track the trends, hype the hits, and dunk on the duds, all in search of the perfect convergence of comics and cinema. Joining me on this epic journey is my longtime friend and frequent co-conspirator, Sam. Just thinking about it gets me all hot and squishy. And helping us dig through this one, it's our own social media crypt keeper, it's Dave. Viacon Diablos to you. So sit back, relax, and grab your key full of ancient blood as we dive into <laughs> Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. I could watch the intro where it's just a camera going through a creepy mansion. I could probably have watched that for 20 more minutes. Just like walk me around that mansion and show me all of the things. A room by room tour of a, of a spooky practical mansion is always something I'm down for. We've talked before that we've, uh, Sam and I have, are both uh, Kennywood alums. A few times. During Fright Nights, which is the uh, Halloween celebration, my favorite thing to do was to walk through, turn with all the lights on, walk through all the haunted houses and just look at all the shit. It was cool as hell. Yeah, they spent a good bit of money on some of that stuff. It looked dope. Yeah. I never worked there, but I, I do love Fright Nights. That stuff is the best. They would love to have you. I'm sure. They, they'd let you work for one weekend. <laughs> That's how hard up they are for people to work. And yeah, next year I'll do it. Well, this year we're doing this movie, so let's get into it. This one was released January 13th, 1995, directed by Ernest Dickerson, or maybe just Dickerson. You mean like Cher? <laughs> directed by Dickerson. Yeah. Starring Billy Zane, William Sadler, CCH Pounder, Thomas Hayden Church, and Jada Pinkett Smith as Jada Pinkett. CCH Pounder is a great name, and the person who CCH Pounder is is who you'd least expect it to be. It's just Carol Christine Hilaria Pounder. She's that the NCIS lady. Oh, okay. I would give you that if she's not like the toughest lady around, and she is tough. This now, okay, I'll give you that she's extremely tough. I never once questioned that she get her arm ripped off, and the most she did was go. Ooh, give yeah. me the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> totally believable we got a pre-smith pinkett mm -hmm. you said thomas hayden church who's also sandman also also looking swole as fuck in this yeah man he's jacked dude in his mesh shirt <laughs> lyle from george of the jungle <laughs> and and actually the funny thing i was thinking of as i was watching this movie is for the last let's say 20-ish years every time i see someone type lol i think about mm -hmm. his character in wings Lol, lol. You think about That's lol. So I think good. I, could, I like picture Thomas <laughs> Thomas Hayden Church every time I see LOL in a chat. That's awesome. <laughs> what? What? Now, does lol from Wings is that the image that forms in your mind when you see it, or is it you know like? It's got to be. Is it your um? Is it your sideways THC that pops up? Probably a sideways THC. He has the coolest initials. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's pretty. He dope. should go by THC. He probably does. THC Pounder. Mm, now we're talking. <laughs> Sounds like something that they could sell. Okay, so let's get into a little bit of Demon Knight. Is this a first viewing for anyone? I had never seen this one. It's a first viewing in over 18 years for me. Oh, okay. So the last time I saw it, I was probably like 16 years old. So... I didn't remember a lot of it, I'll say. The, the lore is what I didn't remember. I remember, you know, your big deaths. Mm-hmm. I knew there was a hotel. Yeah. I knew there was some sort of gimmick about why the hotel was, like, fine. Mm-hmm. It used to be a church, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, that and the, uh, the, the key full of uh, blood. You get a little, little dabble, do. I get a feeling that Eric Kripke of Supernatural fame saw this movie and was like, yeah, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I saw this one uh, probably right around the time it came out. I think this would have put me in about um, maybe 
like seven, sixth or seventh grade, somewhere in there. So this movie was like tailor made for me. I don't think I saw it in a theater, but I know I'm probably guessing I watched it at her friend's house on a VHS tape. And I think I probably saw it again, maybe about five or six years ago. Go on a Zanathon. Uh, I went on a, a downloading spree and just sought out. I just tried to think of every movie that I had a good memory of and downloaded that. Uh huh. And yes, uh, let's just let's get that cat right out of the bag. This might be one of Billy Zane's finest performances. It's definitely Billy Zane's finest performance. I don't know from most of Billy Zane, but I, I saw him in this and in the Phantom. The Phantom. I was going to say that and Titanic. So I have no grip on who Billy Zane really and Zoolander, of course. But to see it, he was great. It was absolutely. Yeah, you're you're a Twin Peaks guy. Awesome. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I forgot he was in season two. He was also, I think, one of the goons in Back to the Future uh, 2. Yeah. I want to say. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's one of the future goons. Well, I guess I'm a huge Billy Zane fan. Uh- <laughs> yeah, he's he's been in everything. Um, Tombstone, he was the uh, he's one of the pretty actors. Mm-hmm. That's a great role. I like him as a villain. If this is a movie you haven't seen, Dave, I would also maybe suggest throwing this one in there. 1986's Critters. I've not seen Critters. If you want to see a pretty bad one, you can see uh, 1993's Sniper. Oof. <laughs> Ooh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and skip that one. Tom Berenger? I'm going to watch Critters. Oh, man. The first review on Google is full-on baloney garbage. <laughs> you ought to do yourself a favor and look through some of the movie posters for the movie. He Oh, well, Sniper Reloaded also. Mm. It's pretty good. Valley of the Wolves semicolon Iraq. We could have done January. January would have been good. Ah. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Next year. I don't want to watch any of these fucking movies though. <laughs> Only Billy Zane movies that we've never heard of and there's a great deal. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> mhm. There's a lot. Blue Seduction 2000. We can watch EK Boys where he plays Newt Grafstrom. Mhm. We could watch Critters 3. So he's in one and three? Uh, I think he might be in all of them. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, 2018 Samson. That one looks like a fucking banger. This EK Boys actually does look like a banger. Uh-oh, I think January's happening next year. <laughs> well, considering we already came up with themes for every month in the year, and I don't think have done a single one of those yet, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, it's just January. Well, Stick Back to the January is pretty good. It's pretty good, <laughs> considering we did take a pretty long diversion. We did October and November and December. I don't really buy December, but <laughs> December is always just Christmas, though. Well, Nerds Miss. Okay, it's I'll take both. that. I like both. December is the happy holidays of Nerds Miss. <laughs> yeah, it's a little more ambitious, maybe. But so they say it's Starbucks. <laughs> So, yeah, we got Billy Zane doing great. William Sadler is also pretty good. He plays Breaker. I think I primarily know him through... Um, Bogus Journey? Death from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Okay, I didn't know that. The third one. He comes back as Death. Does he? I haven't seen that yet. Oh, he's in Shawshank as well? He's been in a ton of stuff. Hard to kill. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, he's he's just one of those guys with the face, and you're like, yeah, absolutely, this guy. He's in Shawshank and Green Mile? Oh, yes, he is. Yeah. Now, here's here's an interesting thing. It keeps coming up. 1987's Project X. Oh, shit. He's in Bordello of Blood, too? Get the fuck out of here. Well, that we're definitely going to watch. The Dennis Miller one? I don't know. It's on the list. <sighs> 96. It's the next year. They just did him back-to-back. <laughs> now, if I recall, Bordello of Blood fucking sucks ass, but I guess we'll find out. It's probably the second best, but that's not. <laughs> it's a steep drop off from one to two. Yeah, no kidding. Um, So also a steep drop off in effects quality. Yeah. When they went from the very cool intro of the Crypt Keeper's house and going through that and looking mm-hmm. and then finding him in the basement. And then when they put him, tried to slap that Crypt Keeper head on that body double. I loved it. That was wild. I loved it. The more cartoony it looks, the funnier it is. And the funnier it is, the better it is. Like, why are you trying so hard to do things you cannot possibly do and have already have a great solution for, which is just don't show his bottom fucking half? No, I, 
I have to disagree. I think that's like the funniest part when he's walking. <laughs> and it's it's none of it's supposed to be good. It's all supposed to be the campiest, most horrible thing ever. It, I mean, obviously by design. So the way the movie starts is there. it starts in the middle of a different movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a chick who's real horny. She killed her husband and she's talking on the phone with a guy who she's going to spend all the rich guy's money with. And she's burning his corpse in the basement, but lo and behold, the corpse is not fully dead because he comes up and he plunges an axe into her chest, to which the Crypt Keeper gets to say cut, and you mm-hmm. see a great John Larroquette <laughs> return to the pod from Richie Rich. I'm so excited for Night Court. Yeah. <laughs> he's great in Night Court. <laughs> oh, he's coming back. Is it? Yeah, it's coming back. That's why I saw it. And Harry Anderson's dead. Well, no, he's not coming back. <laughs> what's the show? Yeah, what's the show? It's a different quirky judge. Well, yes, but he's not long in this film, unfortunately. There and gone again. Because that's the scene with the Crypt Keeper as the director. And, of course, he says... Well, let me tell you something, pal. You're no Gory Cooper. You ain't even a Robert Gedford. And uh-huh. I was just thinking this whole time how much I would love the opportunity to write, like, just a couple pages for the Crypt Keeper. We could do that. We could do it with AI. Hello, boils and ghouls. Welcome to another episode of your favorite Ted Cast Nuna Plexi with hosts Bleeding Reed, Damn Sam, and back from the grave day. Grab onto your skull holes and fasten your seat welts as they take you on a fanspastic spoilage in the name of Vomix and Cinnamon in this week's entry, Demon Knight. <laughs> that, that seems to be right in your wheelhouse. Also, um, a little spoiler for next week, um, you could also write for uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter as well because the, the puns, this is going to be a, a pun-heavy <laughs> month. So he gets to do a read, a read, read, where he says, telling us that he has a movie to show us. Mm-hmm. Scream air. Scream air. Yes, thank you. And uh, he says, fasten your drool cup and hold on to your vomit bags. Yeah. Oh, Tales from the Crypts always have to have uh, a little tag on either end. You have to fasten something and hold on to something. You got to have a Crypt Keeper on the front half and the back half to just to just really guide you in and uh-huh. it, i honestly i think it's nice because it sets the stage pretty nicely you get a quick little cold open of like some murder i'm like okay it's going to be gory there's going to be special effects and it's going to be goofy because the creature effects are are very good but they are campy and weird but the magic here is kind of perfect because it's campy and it's ridiculous but I was always invested, and the campiness never took me out of it. And like, oh my god, that's so ridiculous! It was more of, oh my god, that's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It was like Evil Dead camp. Yes. Before we move on from our favorite segment, which is the IMDb rabbit hole, <laughs> I just want to just check up on this director real quick to make sure he hasn't done anything else of note because I don't. The name is not familiar to me. While you're looking him up, I want to tell you that this movie released on January, Friday the 13th. Oh, nice. Which we're coming up on a January 13th, Friday the 13th in a couple days as of recording. Off to wild. This is Billy Zane's personal favorite film slash performance of his own. Oh, good. So there there you have that. (laughs) Birds had nested in the rafters of the set, which caused audio problems. So before each take... The crew would shoot off a blank gunshot to startle and quiet the animals. (laughs) Jesus. No, he hasn't done too much. It's mostly TV stuff. So I'm guessing maybe he maybe he did a couple of episodes beforehand, a couple of sketches. I don't know. Um, But no, nothing, nothing really to speak of. Some L word Uh, for the community fans out there. He did a direction, a couple episodes of The Cape. (laughs) Six seasons of a movie. I'm extremely excited. But yeah, so that's it. Then the movie starts as is with um, like a really low stakes chase. That's that chase was extremely low stakes. Mm-hmm. Hey, they were going about 100 mile an hour. About 100 mile an hour. And he had about 100 minutes to get out of the fucking way. He did a Tokyo drift after he ran out of gas, which I liked. now he did have a lot of time to get away except that he wanted to stand directly in front of the car as he was shooting it as it was (laughs) chasing him (laughs) and you can't do that from outside a car 
Yeah, he's... do guns work outside of cars? It depends. Yes. Yeah, it depends on Often. which hemisphere you're in. Uh so he yeah he gets away looks like he's a real real bad criminal boy because you know uh billy zane is a handsome man in a in a duster chasing after so obviously Mm -hmm. he's he's the good guy uh so we get a little of that misdirect right up front here he tries to steal a car well that's great he tries to steal a car and then he tries he has what i can only call the grinch method Mm -hmm. to convince (laughs) the the kid that saw him trying to do it because he's like he's like oh i'm not trying to steal this car i'm just checking the locks then he like handed him a quarter or tried to. Yeah, I just noticed that the headlight doesn't light on one side. And I'm going to take it back to my factory. <laughs> you know what else Ernest Dickerson directed? Um, it's 2001's Snoop Dogg vehicle, Bones. Okay, now I'm done. Hell yeah. Okay. Surprise, nigga. <laughs> He runs away from trying to steal a car, and so we're meeting the cast of characters now. We've just met Thomas Hayden Church's character, who's named Roach. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Then we meet the the local friendly drunk Uncle Willie. Yeah, who offers his alcohol to William Sadler, who yeah. just it's the very end of the bottle, and he just throws back what has to be mostly backwash. How is it? That's the devil's amount of liquid right there. You'd think you'd save a little bit, though. You don't want to won't want to finish it pounds it to the face bro he's like is this spit cool chug got it well he's 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 hurting in a big way um and he asks willie if he knows a place where he can hole up and he does and it's the setting for the rest of our movie film an old church that is now a hotel run by irene the no-nonsense landlady the two-armed no-nonsense landlady Mm-hmm. and she always <laughs> will have two arms never should that be changed <laughs> Or altered in any way. Uh-uh. She's always had those arms. <laughs> but yeah, then we see the rest of the characters. Uh, Cordelia, who is a, um, a a lady of the night. A lady of the motel. Uh, Wally, who is a disgruntled postal employee. Who you're supposed to sort of be on his side the whole time until you realize he's going to go on a spree of murders. <laughs> God, man, it's a good thing he died. <laughs> it's the best thing that he died i was really rooting for him uh and we'll get to it but yeah uh but uh willie i don't know is, uh, if you guys clock this but he's also the old drunk from gremlins he also looks like a a, a very aged robert de niro they could be related he could easily play robert de niro's dad yeah i'll give you that there's a great moment here where uh, Breaker's acting shifty as fuck, and he comes into the hotel, and Irene's giving him all kind of business. She's like, I don't do short term. I don't do rent to strangers, all this kind of shit. But then he pulls out a big old wad of cash and, and, and flips her a hundo, and she's like, yeah, okay, that, that'll work. That's all fine. And he signs the book, and I, he obviously just writes like John Smith because he's shady as fuck. Later on in the movie, she gets so fucking <laughs> mad. Yeah, wait a second. You're a liar. Like, well, obvi- <laughs> Whenever he said Smith in the first place, she made that sort of like knowing look like, yeah, right, buddy. Uh-huh. But then, yeah, later they're like, it says your name's Breaker. And she's like, oh, you said your name was Smith. He she was pretty over the top shocked. I loved it. Yeah, of course. What are you talking about? Absolutely nuts. What also? What is he eating in the diner? Mm, great question. Whenever they're feeding him, is that is that like split pea soup that he's putting ketchup all over? Well, okay, it was quite neon. So, like the caretaker, the concierge, the bellboy, the cook, and the laundry crew are all. It's all managed by one person apparently, and it's Geraldine, who is Geraldine. Geraldine, excuse me. She, it, which a name that is just one letter away from being a real name, could be Caroline, could be <laughs> Geraldine. It's Geraldine. Geraldine. That sounds like either a fuel additive or a kind of like lemon soda. But uh, she, Jada Pinkett, has been to prison, so I'm guessing that might be some sort of, I don't know, maybe it's some sort of inmate. It looks like gruel. It looks like <laughs> secondhand oatmeal. I don't know. It, it's busted, but he loves that shit. He was crushing it. Yeah, he crushes it, puts ketchup all over it. There's a good bit here, too. 
worth noting there's a prostitute character, mm-hmm. Cordelia, mm-hmm. Who's, who lives in this hotel. And she's trying to seduce Breaker, and she like, oh, sits up God. on the, the diner table. And then um, <laughs> Jada Pinkett's cat jumps on the diner table, and then Irene busts out. Get that pussy off the table! And uh, and Cordelia's like, oh, all right. Hops <laughs> up. Like, get, Immediately. Hops off the table, and she's like, I meant the cat. That was going to be my quote. I was between Viacon Diablos and I meant the cat. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dave, I would have I, I I would have lost my fucking mind if when I tossed it to you said get that pussy off the table. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that one. No, that wasn't. Uh, see, I know you wouldn't. There's another curse line coming up here because <laughs> Thomas Hayden Church uh, enters the hotel, whatever, mm-hmm. and he's going to get a room with Cordelia to get immediately to banging. And you wouldn't know what they were saying if you didn't have subtitles, which oh, I, I guarantee you wouldn't. And as they're as they're going up the steps, he's like asking her about what panties she's wearing. Yes. She's saying they're cherry flavored. You would hear that. But then as they were going into the room, he says, I want pieces of those panties in my salad later. What is that even oh. of the cherry like fruit roll up? And how you can't wear I hate to kill the bit, but you can't wear flavored <laughs> underwear for like an extended period of time. It's basically fruit fruit by the foot. <laughs> it's just it would have dissolved. The wildest Spencer's gift gag that went, it's another '90s things that people could not get, yeah. fucking get over. People are obsessed with the idea of edible underwear, and it's not a thing. If you ever if you if you just give it to someone at like a stag party or a bachelorette and be like ha 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 ha, and then you throw it in the fucking garbage can. Yeah, it goes right in the trash. Or you could eat it because it is just fruit roll up. It goes to the garbage. It's not like it, no one's worn it. Sam Sam is not about f- fruit leather waste. <laughs> it's like on The Office. He's he's eating the gummy penises. <laughs> what, are you going to throw them out? They had gummy bears there. <laughs> you can you can melt them down to whatever shape you want. Melt them down. <laughs> yeah, right. Get, out the, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> or eat them slowly and seductively. There you whatever are. your okay. bag might be. To oh. a bigger penis gummy. I'm not here to shame. <laughs> Here's what you do. You take those penis-shaped gummies and you get a, a bag of gummy bears and you fucking morph, you fucking morph those babies. <laughs> well, I think they do that in uh, Shirtless Bear Hunter. There's a lot of wieners in that. Yeah, I saw a picture. <laughs> I haven't read the read it yet. Still oh, it's a, good. There were a lot of wieners in it. Yeah, absolutely love it's, it. It's, it's really good. Well, speaking of things that I absolutely love, the cops find Billy Zane by the, by the wreckage. Well, he had a line that he made it out of the car because he had airbags. Like, what a miracle. Like, that, it was like... And he's like, you know, they're after a thief, and he stole something, and it must be pretty valuable if you're, you know, willing to do all this to, to track him down. So... You don't know what what it is that there's what he says the breaker stole, but then they enter the hotel, and Billy Zane is saying, you know, yep, that's your guy. He's got a he's hiding this thing somewhere in the. Uh, it should be in that bag, but he's mm-hmm. hiding it somewhere, etc. Yeah. But he he stashed it up under the table. Willie sells him out like immediately, and he. <laughs> He was angry he didn't do it fast enough. Right. So, But the cops are like, yeah, we're not just going to let you say that he stole this thing and you're going to take it. We're all going to go down to the police station. We're going to talk this thing out and figure out what's going on because you stole that other car that exploded. There's a great moment where he's like telling them, he's like, yeah, and grab this. Like, and grab that thing. And they're doing it. And then the sheriff's like, hold on a second. Why are we doing this? Wait a minute. Hold on. Like, oh, one second. Which I thought was a pretty cool... It felt to me like he was doing a little, a little uh, demon mind trick on him. Gets us to what I really do like, which is they've, they've apprehended Breaker. They're taking him out of the hotel, mm-hmm. and they are at gunpoint leading Billy Zane out of the hotel. But Billy Zane doesn't want to leave the hotel with them. He needs to be where he is. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. does he do? <laughs> he punches a man in and through the head. He punches through a human head. Like it's an overripe cantaloupe. And then he takes that head off and hits somebody else with it. <laughs> and says, heads up. 
he is crushing the puns in this constantly. I mean, flawlessly delivered just the right amount of like mania and seriousness. There's mm-hmm. no point where he's like overdoing it or underdoing it. He's playing this role pitch perfect the entire time. You'd say he's doing the damn thing. Um, there also is a scene about uh, involving electric nipple clamps, which was pretty good. Yes, and, and Thomas Hayden Church saying, crank me up, baby. <laughs> oh, man. And then he says that his nipples are smoking. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Billy Zane punches this man's head off. The jig is up. He no longer has the moral high ground on anyone. Breaker's able to free himself <laughs> and gains the upper hand and gives Billy Zane a good face touch with the key which uh, obviously hurts him very badly and has to do a jump out the window. Not a very Mm -hmm. good jump out the window, by the way, and I think that man hurt his shins very extremely badly Mm because he definitely clipped that window ledge on the way out. He does a little angry rant. Humans! You're not worth the flesh you're printed on! Fuck this cowboy shit! (laughs) Fucking ho-dunk, ho-dunk, well then there, motherfuckers! All you have to do is give me the goddamn key! This becomes what is the most insane part of the movie that is handled in the most nonchalant way. Okay, yes. Billy Zane, we come to find, is some type of higher-level demon, and he takes out his talon of a fingernail Mm -hmm. and slices his other hand, and he uses this goop that comes out, his demon blood, to create other low-level demons or bring low-level demons to Earth. Right. It looked like they were created because they came out and looked like babies. Yeah, and he kissed the one's head, and it's so insane. Yeah, I think it might be a bit of summoning thing, but I'm not sure. Yeah. It it could go either way. And all the while, everybody that's in this hotel is just looking out the window like... Silent. Oh. Chill. Like, oh, whoa, that's gross. What is that? No one's running. No one's screaming. Yeah, no one's like panicking. Literally, monsters are being birthed as little baby monsters hatching from bloodstains on the ground and then grow into right. terrifying monsters with little, little weird, gross little wiener tails. And they're and jewelry. just standing there as if they're watching like a cat eat a bird in the front yard. Yeah. Horrified, mm-hmm. but like interested. Yeah, like, huh. Everyone is so calm. It's just very chill. Right until the lights go out and everyone fucking loses their minds. The fact that the lights go out in a thunderstorm is much scarier than literal demons being birthed from the ground. That's fine. Yes. They were very slow about actually using the demons to kill people because this whole first barrage, only that cop gets punched his his head clean through. Right. (laughs) A, a, a couple of close calls, um, but uh, Breaker's able to seal up the hotel. Yes. Using his bloody goo of protection that we don't know anything about yet. Roach and Cordelia uh, decide to try to make a break for it. Um, and in typical shithead fashion, Roach basically throws Cordelia to the demons to give himself a chance to escape. But then we get Wally. He gets a nice hero moment. And we find out the, we- the demons' weakness is their eyes. And. Mm-hmm. he's shooting at the thing he plugs it in the head twice which i was like at the time i was thinking oh man wally's fucking natural little did mm-hmm. i know that he'd right. been training for like this very event <laughs> yeah the same spot in the head twice in a row it was wild no effect and then breaker's like shoot it in the eyes and i'm like what that is such a specific thing that's a very hard thing to do. Yeah. So I got to give props to Wally here that he uses a pistol to shoot a demon's eyes out at like fucking 25 feet. With one bullet. Yeah. Great. Good shot. And Breaker could have just been like, give me the gun. I have to shoot it in the eyes. It's the only way to kill it. I'm, I'm not confident you could do this. No. He gets his moment, but when the, the demons die their i guess demon energy explodes out of their eyeballs yes and uh wally catches a double blast right in the chest plate but he gets to have his hero moment he's saved cordelia he's proven himself but he's he's uh he's knocked down to half health certainly <laughs> he had to roll a saving throw yeah he's fatigued i think it's around this time Breaker goes around sealing up the building. Mm-hmm. He says he everybody should be okay as long as they stay inside and nobody gets possessed, basically. And Cordelia does get got 
she is the the uh, first part person to get got and this scene wow wow there's a moment where cordelia is looking out the window at billy zane and he, she's crying and he uses his demon powers to reach up in the window and wipe the tear from her face great yeah great love that all of the scenes where he's making his offer to people are so incredibly done the seduction scenes are 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 very good his voice is just so like oh. they move him up to a, like an npr microphone in those voiceovers mm-hmm. and he's so close and he's just talking gently to you hey if you put me if you put me in willie's temptation i don't i don't know i don't know how i'll come out of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Willie's temptation, we could just get that out of the way, is a bunch of party babes. <laughs> it's just party babes and booze, and he's like, yeah, of course, of course I'm giving into this. They're accredited as party babes as well. Yeah. yeah. Are they really? Mm-hmm. That's yes. great. They are. <laughs> and then the other two girls at the end are uh, Crypt Keepers babes, I believe. 90s was, was still, it, it was the tail end of the 80s babe sensation this had to be the last of it yeah mid mid 90s it was still yeah it was a holdout <laughs> yeah it was transit it is in transition still certainly but yeah 95 is still really i think up until about 98 the 90s are basically just the 80s still yeah from 82 until 98 or the 80s mm. i would say so honestly yeah that's it's like 90s part it's like 80s part two part two yeah you have to give the last uh, like the 70s needed a couple years to peter off before the 80s could really kick in the high gear. And right. once they did, there was just no slowing them down. Because <laughs> of all the cocaine, you know. Because of all the cocaine. Right, right. <laughs> well, yeah, I would say the 2000s didn't really start until about 2004, 2005. Yeah. I think 2001 was pretty much the start of 2000s. Uh... About midway through. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but we like... Can't talk Not about like, 9-11 on this no. podcast i have to draw the line somewhere <laughs> you know I'm there's a lot that, of times that, i didn't draw the line <laughs> I have to actually draw the line here no i'm saying that shaped the 2000s yeah, that's what i mean that there's no way we began. can talk about 9-11 dave segue us back from 9-11 to demon <laughs> no <laughs> don't you know, don't bother <laughs> yeah don't bother it's not working not I, feel, I feel like the 2000s didn't start until like 2008 <laughs> like when when vh1 would come out with i love the 90s whenever they made the last vhs tape mm. when was the last vhs tape made what movie had the last vhs release history of violence 2006 that's when the 90s ended okay that's it call it yep yeah end of vhs was the end of the 90s yeah okay i'm good with that well, that's not the end of this movie. There's there's all kind of stuff. So there's a hole in the basement. They go to the mines eventually, but, you know, fuck whatever. I want to talk about... I want to talk about Cordelia getting tempted and then transforming. These mm-hmm. monster creations, all of the transformations are fucking Super dope. sick. Cordelia's is good. Uh, the little kids later is... Danny's? Is the best. Choice. With an unhinged jaw. Oh, yeah. Massive tongue or whatever. Licking its teeth. Pretty good. Pretty fucking good. The puppetry and whatever it is they did to make that happen, solid. Was it at all animatronic? I mean, this most, uh, yeah, I'm sure all of us. I'm sure was. it's a combination of all these yeah, things. Yeah, puppetry and animatronics, because the Crypt Keeper was, ha- used like the same technology as the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Okay. There's like a team of guys with remote controls and shit. Right. And then they just, somebody wore a green mask in the director's parts where they just put the video of, the puppet, the animatronic <laughs> puppet over top of. That's what Reed was saying was so bad. But yep. I think it was so good. It was, <laughs> it was so schlocky, which I, has to be the point of those scenes. <laughs> All the effects are great. All the kills are incredible. When Cordelia gets transformed, they all rush in and try to save Wally. And fucking Irene gets her uh, arm first a great compound fracture scene. And I was like, oh, wow, that's sick. And then it just gets ripped right the fuck off. That was, that was really something. Yep. That does lead to the best of the uh, temptations. Just her arm on a silver platter. Yes. Finger food. Billy Zane, it will give her her arm <laughs> back. She doesn't buy it, though. She's, she's one of the good eggs. 
But yeah, her arms ripped off. Delia gets her eyes blown out of her head first, then exploded <laughs> while they're on the ground, which I thought was a really nice touch. The second shot. Very Black Christmas. Not just a headshot. You have to get the eyes specifically. They go through a lot of fighting and whether or not they should try to escape through the mine. They do try to escape through the mine after a lot of... Roach is going to steal the key. Right. Roach wants to steal the key and give it to the demons. But they get into the mines. They find Danny, the little boy from before, from whenever Breaker was trying to steal the car. And his parents have been possessed by demons. So they're now running from them. And Breaker's able to seal the door so that they can't get in. Right. But Roach, I think that Danny's dad was Roach's old boss. That's correct. So Roach wants to shoot his head off and then therefore breaking the seal and exploding the head, which you don't want in a mine, an exploding mm-hmm. head because they, <laughs> they have something of a little cave in. That's the worst place to blow your head up. Yeah. Inconsiderate. Yeah, blows him up, blows up the seal, lets him up. Uh, at this point, he's fully he's fully a heel. Um, and just like the fact that they would still give him a shotgun is kind of crazy. Because like I understand that that Willie is probably not the best person to give a firearm to, but I don't know. He does. He fucks it up every single time. We find out some of the deeper lore. Oh, so cool. Breaker has he's part of a long chain of people that are holding on to this seventh key because once the demons get the seventh key they've got the first six that are spread out through the universe once they get the seventh one on earth it'll bring about the end times essentially that was another thing that was big in the 90s bringing about the end of times like seventh sign stuff like i that. feel like that's always a part of fiction I fucking love this expo dump. I absolutely love this mm. shit. Right. There's a little thief underneath uh, Jesus on the cross, and he's catching his blood into this key that these demons that are walking around in robes in the desert so cool. don't like. Super sick. But he's telling this whole story, and he's basically just explaining why these people have to listen to him. The fact that he has to at right? this point is insane the fact that that they're not just following him no matter what he says i'm going with because granted he brought this problem to us Mm -hmm. but he is also the only one who's at all suited to solve it right he did put that knife to caroline's throat um lemonine he got he got her all fucked up but (laughs) geraldine he he, the, the fact that they have seen that he has the only thing that seems to hurt and kill demons. Not to mention that he fucking eye-shotted like eight of those motherfuckers as soon as they came in. Why are you walking away from the only thing that can kill these monsters? Crazy. Right. So as soon as they get that whole story done, Roach is like, yeah, man, I guess you're right. We should listen to you. And then immediately steals the key out of his bag. (laughs) But that key has to be, it has to be so much heavier than, I mean, it looks heavy. And there's like a pint of liquid in it. And for someone to take mm-hmm. it out of your bag whenever it's the only job you have is to protect this one thing and not realize it for like 11 minutes is also crazy. Just the glass part is the full size of a hand. Just the glass part. Yeah. And then there's a big like gold bit that comes off the end of famously lightweight metal. It has to be. It has to be a significant weight. Yeah. And also full of... Um, I think, I think it might be a bigger on the inside kind of blood situation, but still, even if it was only a quart of blood, you would know if someone took a quart of blood out of a bag in your fucking pocket. The people, as they pass it on, they refill it with their own blood. Right. No, I, yeah. But I mean, it still seems like, I mean, cause if just the amount of blood he used to fill up that house, he could probably only have done that like eight times. And my man's had that much blood since world war one. So Right after Roach steals the key, Billy Zane has his seduction for Jada Pinkett. Yeah. And that, this is my favorite scene. Very cool. Because, like, the the set is really cool. They have, like, the the hands behind a big picture of, of Geraldine. And um, what should be very convincing, saying, you know, hey, I see why you don't want to be one of these demons. You know, they're hideous, but I can make sure you're beautiful forever and all this other stuff. Just this butter, but, butter her up stuff. And she spits in Billy Zane's face, which demons do not like. No, they make they a point. That. Circle back to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they hate it when you spit in their face because Thomas Hayden Church, right after Geraldine says no, or we assume says no, we find out she does say no to Billy Zane. 
uh, Thomas Hayden Church spits on a demon and they run away and Breaker makes sure to tell him, hey, they hate that man. Hey, they hate that. To do things that a demon hates shouldn't be all that. I mean, of all the bad things he does, like, that's probably <laughs> the best thing he does. Like it was a bad vibe thing. Like, oh, man, you know what? That wasn't cool. That was that was rude. Just don't do it. Come on, man. They hate getting spit on. I thought that he was going to tell them like, hey, don't piss him off or something like that. But he says they hate that. They hate that. I thought that was such a funny line. <laughs> I, I, I did right. like the effect when they like like screamed and his like hair blew up. So it's like they they have an an effect, but like not just they just can't physically cross the threshold. I thought that was pretty cool. All of the lore, all of like the different creatures. I love. I, man, there's there's a lot to like about this movie. I mean, it's enjoyable. I mean, there's not enough of like a story story, but it, it's pretty nice, compact and like neatly wrapped side story. That's exactly it. I mean, Tales from the Crypt is like these are people who know how to tell a whole story in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. You get everybody's archetype, a streetwise kid with a heart of gold, mean old boss. Like here's a drunk, here's, here's a sex worker. Here's a, here's a gold hearted, but idiot cop, you know, like here's your chode. Here's your incel. Who's going to shoot up post office. It's extremely efficient. So this is where Willie is getting seduced uh the party babes and billy billy zane has a great getup for this he's like the bartender he's got the he's got a little dirty hat he's got a stogie big old aviator he's, doing he's, got, an yeah, he's got like a flat cap yeah. on pretty good i do like that little seduction i really like the kill for willie yeah that's a good little little scene so we know willie gave into the seduction and he attacks breaker and breaker's able to cut his head off Danny picks up the head and stabs it on the antlers for the eyeballs. Very cool. Yeah, this is where they're finding out that they don't have the key and that Roach has betrayed them. And this is probably my favorite Billy Zane scene here where he's he knows he's already won and he's like trying so fucking hard not to mm-hmm. gloat until it's the right time. But he's like, oh, I'm, I'm almost about to blow this just because I'm oh, I. He's like, I can't believe you're actually doing this. This is so fucking stupid. Yeah, but sure. He has the, the sponge in his mouth. That was a really cool bit. So Roach has this, has basically said, like, hey, I, I just want to get out of here, man. And yeah, Billy Zane opens his mouth and the sponge comes out because he needs to wipe the blood of Jesus off of the uh, top banister so that he can reach over and get the key. And... uh that bit where he has the sponge in his mouth and he opens it up and it just kind of unfurls, that was Billy Zane's idea. Oh, really? Pretty good instinct. That's awesome. But yeah, so he, he says, yeah, like, hey, man, just you go ahead and get out of here. And <laughs> Roach has this bit where he's like, ah, this hell on earth stuff, I'm not worried about that. I got hemorrhoids. Like, I don't know if that's <laughs> the same thing, but um, but he, he heads, gets down to the bottom of the steps and he's like, all right, via con Dios. Meaning go with God. And uh, this is Dave, Dave's line where uh, Billy Zane says, yep. And via con Diablos to you mm-hmm. too, sir. And this is go with the devil. And he's like, he's like, hey, uh, Roach, you know all that nice stuff I said about you being able to get out of here? Yeah, I lied. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he gets eaten by a bunch of uh, demons. Pretty good. A real good like surround and like blood spurting thing. My favorite part about that is that throughout the next like scene or two, the demons are like audibly eating him in like the other room. Mm-hmm. So in other scenes, you mm-hmm. can hear him being eaten in like the fucking foyer. It's pretty cool. The weird thing is they completely undo everything that Roach just did in like the very next scene. They just like start shooting bow and arrows, and and Breaker just goes and picks up the key. The whole thing was dumb. I don't. I disagree. He shoots him in the eye. That's one of them things that they that's you know, pretty effective. doesn't kill Billy Zane, which we find out later, but it's enough to slow him down, get the key knocked out of his hand. Yeah. Knocks him on the second uh, floor. Yeah, it doesn't kill him, but he certainly does not love it. He's not a huge fan of that. It has stakes, though. He's been so shitty to everyone, you have to really build up to that death. To have Thomas Hayden Church's character get his just desserts, because, like, he's so stupid, obviously they're they're going to kill him as soon as they have the, the fucking key. But yeah, they they run up and hide in the attic, and at this point, Bob and Irene are doing a last stand, and <laughs> they blow themselves up in uh, fucking, what's that, solidarity. 
she has all those grenades on and they're all rigged to like a steel pipe that pulls out all the pins at once mm-hmm. the suicide vest basically at one moment i thought i was like well it's that's so stupid you only needed like he could have maybe stayed alive a little bit longer and helped keep everybody else alive but at the same time i think at that point they're like you know what i'm gonna check out i'm gonna get possessed uh or eaten alive by monsters so let's just blow up it's the best case scenario and honestly, Irene was probably about to go into shock and fucking die in the next few minutes anyhow, because she was playing it uh, pretty tough, but vodka doesn't uh, get you that far. This next possession, though, is just so good. Yeah, Danny. And Danny sees the little eye in the comic, and that's what gets him. Yeah, that's because comics are bad for you. They will get in through your eyes. Well, and rot your brain. Yeah. To possess you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But then the comic is writing as the attacks are happening. It's a Tales from the Crypt comic. It's the comic. It's like everybody else was tempted. What was da- How was Danny tempted just by like, to see something cool? I must have missed that. Yeah, I was like, hey, you like comics, right, Danny? This could just be just like the comic. You could do all this cool stuff that's in these pages. Uh, I guess. You can make these pages happen. He's like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll And then do you that. fucking lose your job, man. He's a kid. It doesn't take him as much to be swayed by the by a demon it's not so much also like a a solid choice that they make it seems like they're like hypnotized because every time they're in those scenes they seem like drugged and just kind of like what what so i think that's part of uh billy zane's demon powers yeah it's intoxicating it's a a mental fog kind of effect but then danny getting kicked out the uh the the demon closed window he's blows up that was such a cool scene yes so we're at the very end of the blood Breaker puts a little bit into Jada Pinkett's hand, and Jada Pinkett's able to touch the He's window. been punctured through by Danny's tongue. They put the thing on the window, and then Danny makes his attack. Geraldine gets to grab onto the rafters and blow Danny out the window. It's a cool move. Yeah, but not before Danny's able to kill the hell out of Breaker. To lick a sternum but, real good. Yes, but then Geraldine's able to fill the key up and it moves on to her from breaker fills up with his mm-hmm. blood as has happened from everyone who's uh, guarded the key. They guard it until they can't anymore and they fill it with blood and give it to somebody else. She also covers herself in his blood. Very cool Dutch predator move. Yep. yep she covers herself in blood and, and uh, Billy Zane's <laughs> for whatever reason, he should be a little bit smarter, but he's like, he's like, yeah, Hey, you're, you're pretty beat up. You're ready to call it. And, he, he finally realizes that it's not her blood that she's covered in. She's covered in Breaker's blood. Which is, yeah, now it's magic blood. He handles the situation pretty well, though, honestly. Yeah. She thinks she's got this thing hacked. And he's like, actually, actually, here's <laughs> just a shower curtain. I'm just going to throw you in the shower and wash that all off. Wash you up real good. Dump out this blood here. Uh, what does he say? Um... It's curtains for you, baby. Come on. <laughs> He's really firing on all cylinders here. I know I keep gushing about Billy Zane, but I mean, he's just, he's doing so well. As you should. There's a lot of gushing in this movie. I really love, after the shower scene, he gets too excited and out of his pants comes a giant, a a flame ween, I don't know, but flames. Yeah, he's got a fire penis. Yeah, a giant fiery penis comes out. (laughs) A conflagration right around with the get that thing off the table line are probably my biggest laughs of the entire movie and Very probably good. biggest laughs, laughs of the month i'll say <laughs> <laughs> so jada is smart though she fills her mouth with the blood while she's in the shower with what's left of the blood and there is what can only be described as like an incredible like dance number that billy zane does with jada yes she's all clean from the shower and dried off for whatever reason and he's they're doing like a little flash dance scene and he's talking about how he he's not done he wants to have her for himself and all this other stuff and uh and yeah i mean it's, they have a little entanglement yeah and then i got into an entanglement and uh i was thinking he was going to go in for a kiss and she was going to spit the blood out inside of his mouth that's what i thought too which I think is probably what they wanted you to think. But instead, he's finally just done with it, and he's just going to kill her anyway, so she spits on his face. Oh, my God, it's so funny, because she, she's not talking. He gets all insecure. 
That's what's making him mad, yeah. His bit isn't working, and he gets so fucking mad. He's like, I, I, I'm doing all the things here, Geraldine. Come on. Like, his anger. It was like a Beetlejuice scene. Yes, yeah. He just he gets too fed up. And then Billy melts. <sighs> it is real bad for his skin. This sequence. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So he melts, and it's a full, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark face melt. Then he bursts into flame. Then he transforms into a giant fucking <laughs> night on Witch Mountain monster with big old wings. <laughs> and then he fucking explodes and blows up the whole hotel. Perfect. Incredible. All practical. All looks amazing. There's something about like just knowing that these fucking maniacs lit a whole room in a big ass puppet on fire. Like, come on. You can't beat that. You can't. It's so good. They had one chance to get that right. They didn't have the budget to get that twice. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. And you only see it for like fucking like maybe 10 seconds. You see this huge thing that they made and set on fire for maybe 10 seconds and worth every penny. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the budget is. We'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, every sense on the screen looks great. So she goes back to that dead body like a fountain and refills that whole key up like <laughs> i really like that they tied up mm-hmm. that loose end because so much of the blood was lost i was like oh is this like over is like is she gonna have to die now to refill it and then i don't know you can just just top it off back to the tap <laughs> just top it off she was already covered in his uh-huh. blood head to yeah. toe and she was still able to fill it up again after he filled it up the first time there's a good bit of blood he's People have a lot of blood. Let's just see. I th- You'd be surprised at how much blood people have. <laughs> I think it has. I think it's like six liters or something. It's enough to cover this you up is several be, times. This is going to flag me, but so how much blood like you, people got? That's not going to flag you. That's a pretty good science question. Is it seven yeah, pints? I mean, that's my guess. I'm asking for a friend. No, <laughs> fuck off. It's 1.25 gallons. That's a great deal of blood. There's eight pints in a gallon. You could picture a gallon and a quarter, can't you? Yeah, so it says eight, between 8 to 12 pints of blood. That's a lot. About 7 pints is a gallon. You could cover yourself in a pint of blood. Thank you. Easily. A, a, pint, a pint would definitely, you could definitely cover yourself in yeah. a pint of blood. And then you still got 8-ish pints to go. He was bleeding for a long time also, though. I mean, so say he loses 2 pints. All right. She gets a pint <laughs> in the first key, a pint in the second key. That's four pints, five pints with the blood that covers her. He didn't get very pale. He had enough blood left in him. He was still talking. He told like a whole nother fucking story before he died. So that makes me feel better. Plus, it was a perfect little hole. So it was really easy to get you. There's not a lot of waste. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because you just stick it in the hole and it fills right up. <laughs> it's fucking like a water fountain. <laughs> it's chest hole. Uh, and that's it. She's uh, now she's she's gonna go walk the earth and um, keep this key away. She's chased down by the next collector. Oh man! Now this is the movie that I want to fucking see. I wish this would have been a prequel that they came back to later because this movie is the one that I want to see, where she's being chased by this fucking suave ass motherfucker and this cool hat Mm -hmm. and she doesn't know anything oh it's a great hat she's not good like she wasn't even she didn't have the soldier start of breaker he was already a soldier so he could kind of shoot a gun he was already popping these things before he got it but then we get another little scene with the crypt keeper where he grabs the carnation and calls it a scarnation (laughs) (laughs) now he's going to see his big scream here he tells you that uh, Geraldine lived happily ever after. He he knows because she sent him a ghost card. <laughs> so good. It's so stupid. It's none of it's good. It's so funny though. But that's what makes it great. <laughs> so he goes to his screamer and he's he says the words which I saw in the subtitle, which I didn't hear him say. Hello, baby, booby, bubby. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who he's talking to, but he says that. <laughs> I heard that one. Turns out they want to cut his head off, so they put his head in a guillotine, and he says, I asked for final cut, and I got it. And then he says, when his head's in the basket, that's entertainment. Can you explain that pun to me? That's entertainment for you, he says. Inter? Because he's in the basket? Uh, I think maybe intern. Is it just in? Like, as to, like, intern a body? I thought interned, too, but... 
That's not what's happening to him. Intertainment, he could have said, but he said entertainment. Come on, they said fucking scarnation. They led with that. Scarnation is at least, it's a scar, it's a carnation. Scream here, it's a scream, it's a premiere. Entertainment. You could get internetainment if you wanted to. I didn't get it. He's being interned, and it's used for entertainment. If that's what you were able to get without having to think about it, that has to have been what they were going for. They've thrown a lot of fucking spaghetti at this wall, brother. <laughs> that's true. And there's an after credit scene where I'll play the clip for you. Oh, still here, creeps? What's the matter? Didn't get your minimum deadly allowance of murder, madness, and mayhem? Then look out for my next motion picture, Dead Easy, coming very soon to a theater near you. (laughs) And there is no Tales from the Crypt Dead Easy. (laughs) So I had to look that up, and I was like, "Why well, dead easy? I never saw that. I'm going to check that out next. Well, Bordello of Blood, isn't that in, like, New Orleans, though? I mean, there is Bordello of Blood, but it's... But it's not called Dead it's, Easy. It's not called Dead Easy, so I thought, you know... As many of you know, may already know, Dead Easy was planned to be a sequel ah. to Demon Knight, which, as many of you also know, is a classic. <laughs> That's funny. That's kind of a reach there, <laughs> Redditor. Uh, it's probably too late in the game at this point, especially since the awful third film, Ritual, was made instead. No, fuck that. Relaunch this shit. Get Jada back. Get fucking Billy on the case. Let's get Dead Easy out there. Bring them all back. Somebody did a live table read of, read of Dead Easy. That's incredible. I don't normally uh, advertise for another podcast, but there's a podcast that does it. It's for charity, so... Episode one of How Not to Make a Movie podcast. <laughs> and that just came out in March of last year. They do a table read of what Dead Easy would have been. Written by J.P. Kelly, A.L. Katz, and Gilbert Adler. All right. Well, I think we're at the, the time in the podcast. We haven't done this for a while. I don't know if we know. Rem- remember the way. But um, turn on your GPS because it's time to head to the comic convergence. You mean your heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I did forget the comic conversions. <laughs> so Tales from the Crypt is a comic series. It was an American bi-monthly horror comic. A scarican. Anthology published uh, by EC Comics from 1950 to 1955. Um, it made 27 issues. The first one that actually was called Tales from the Crypt was uh, issue number 20. It had been called like International Comics, and they just had spooky stuff in there. There was the show on HBO also as well. And there was a reprint of uh, some of the comics in the 90s, in the early 90s. They reprinted some of the full-color Tales from the Crypt issues, and they were pretty popular because the show on HBO was also extremely popular. There's some rights issues with the Crypt Keeper, and which also that kind of makes the movies hard to, to remake because the, I believe... If I am remembering correctly, the Crypt Keeper is a part of the Tales from the Crypt, but the Crypt Keeper, the spooky, uh, goofy man that we know is a wholly different creation. And HBO, whoever owns those rights, so there's the Crypt Keeper rights and then the Tales from the Crypt rights. And it's kind of, you can't really have a Tales from the Crypt movie if the Crypt Keeper's not in it, because why would you even call it Tales from the Crypt then? Just call it fucking whatever the fucking scary movie is. You just don't have the budget. <laughs> Shave a million off the budget, and then you're, you know, fucking 10 million off the budget, and just call it something else. So I think that's holding up things, because the Crypt Keeper in the comics is just like a spooky guy. It's not like the, the good, good right. monster man uh, that we know and love. So that's pretty much it. It's a horror anthology. It's, it's exactly what it says on the tin. Spooky stories, weird sense of humor. The real goofy stuff, that's like all the Crypt Keeper and, and that voice actor. So that's why that's like a specific thing. Because it's, it, it's a horror anthology series, but I don't think like that tales, the, the Tales from the Crypt, Crypt Keeper vibe is really there in the originals. I haven't read all of them. Um, and I haven't read them for an extremely long time, so... 
uh, get at me in the comments if I am wrong. Okay, so two more segments, one of which being the one where we decide who's the best, who's the worst, who's the worst at being the best, and who's the best at being the worst is who's your hero, who's your villain. Yeah, my hero is Irene. Hell yeah. She lost an arm mm-hmm. and then gave that demon the finger with the phantom arm. She was a, just a goddamn treasure. She is one tough cookie. Yeah. She actually got the she actually had to get fitted with a fat suit so that they could hide the fact that she had her arm, you know, under her shirt. Oh, in the in the body, I see. That's smart. That's really smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was so, great. Gerald Queen is my favorite. Um Geraldine She's a queen. Is it'll probably be my hero. She's very concerned about her cat. She um, is really looking out for everybody, even though everyone gave her like a really fucking hard time and made her do all the Charlie work in this hotel. She does still. She wasn't really doing it, though. <laughs> she was half ass. Her gloves it. were so clean. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she, she stepped up when the time came and she went off on her own to find fucking Danny and never would I ever. I would have left that kid. I wouldn't have gotten and investigated a spooky noise in a mine. Fuck it. I'd have left the kid, I'd have left the cat. Yeah. I'm no hero. <laughs> yeah, no way. So I'll say my hero has got to be the Crypt Keeper because, God, I just love the puns. Mm-hmm. I love the zaniness, the wackiness. I mean, he's not like your classic hero character, but I just love his bits and everything he about this little freaky man. <laughs> hmm. My villain will be... Billy Zane, it's a softball. It's the reason why I waited for third for Hero. Uh-huh. He's, I mean, the dude is incredible. He also just, he he's Billy Zane like you've never seen him before. <laughs> and you always wanted to see him before. They they let Billy Zane off the Billy chain, and it's, it's for the best. You know, he's not just a bad guy. He's not a good guy, but he's not just like a dick to be a dick. He's He has a goal. He has a mission. He has swag. He does. He's got, and he's got it in spades, baby. And he doesn't care who knows it. And he knows what these people want. He's running the fuck out of them wraparounds. Oh, he looks sick. That was the worst part when he got stabbed through the eye again. And he's like, Man, I really like these glasses. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah. There's so many good bits. He's just so cool. I think for villain, I'm going to pick a villain. And I actually think I like. I'm going to choose the way the the regular demons look. They got cool fucking backwards legs. They got weird animatronic tails. There's a great scene where they're coming up the stairs after the people. And so they must be on like stilts, I'm guessing, is how the, the, like mm-hmm. the backwards feet work. And you can like see the actors like being pretty careful uh, going up the stairs. But they're still not like breaking character. I just also just mm-hmm. really enjoy that a, a stairs are a demon de- deterrent just naturally because they <laughs> it's hard for them. My villain is John Larenkette. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have been mean to the Crypt Keeper. He was just doing his job. John Larenkette's a dick. Screw that guy. The Crypt Keeper was coming down on him pretty hard, uh, but he's the director <laughs> riding him. He's one of those Kubrick esque. <laughs> mm-hmm. Skull? No, I was trying to see. You know, you you can talk shit about the creep caper, but he's got those puns on lock. I just sat there and tried to come up with a director-based horror pun, a la the Simpsons episode, uh, Halloween episodes. But I could not. I tried to uh, Stanley Kubrick, couldn't get there. Scully Kubrick, that's nothing. <laughs> we know who our favorites uh, this was, but Quentin Scarantino. Oh, okay, pretty good. Was this movie one of your favorites? Would you suggest this film, and uh, did you like it? I did like it. I enjoyed it. Martin Scarsese. Oh, Steven Squielberg. Oh, wow. He's, he's got... He's got this, see, <laughs> everybody's got their strengths. Um, Sam's got the puns. Are you just looking at a list of directors? Spike Lee. <laughs> yeah, you don't good. even fuck with that. That's good. That's just fine. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I don't know if it's one that I would like join my rotation, but I'm I'm glad I've seen it now. You're a better man. I'm a better man having seen it. I can tell. 
I can tell it's, it has a transformative property, and <laughs> you seem just better. Just you better. seem. And last episode, and I'm not telling any tales out of school here. You seem bad. And that tracks. And now <laughs> you seem better. better. Not good. Not good. Yeah, but better. We're making improvements. I I think this movie holds up. The effects are great. If you like practical effects, if you like fluorescent neon '90s movies, this is for you. There's a lot of a lot of glowing reds and greens uh lots of heads explode george pukis okay nice man nice <laughs> danny's boils no see i can't wes wes guillermo del goro wes scaredson that's nothing that's nothing guillermo del goro is really good <laughs> del goro i would suggest this movie um and I, i'll probably watch it again probably not for a while but maybe maybe five years down the line this this one always comes back up it's just got it's got rules it's got different kinds of demons the different kinds of demons have different strengths and weaknesses it's got uh magic blood ah, what's not to love it's got billy zane sergio Liboni. okay all right <laughs> see very good <laughs> Cut him all day. He's gonna be doing. We're gonna be getting these in the fucking group chat all week. But until then, hit us up with your best uh, sp- spooky director name. Uh, you can uh, head on over to nerdoplexy.com to do that, or fleshhorse.com if you're nasty. Uh, while you're there, um, you know, send that link around get some of your pals to listen to the show and then tell them Orson Hells tell them to uh, uh, give us give us some Howard money shocks. and you can give us some money over at nerdplexy.com and then uh, write us a, an email or tweet at us and then we'll fucking do a movie you want to talk about you can come, fucking come on the show I don't, I don't, I don't care you want to play video games with us we'll uh, schedule a time I can make it happen Give us some money. Uh, and you can do that over at nerdoplexy at gmail.com or at nerdoplexypod on Twitter where you'll be talking to Dave. Yeah, hit me up with your weird anthologies that you like. I'm a big fan of an anthology. I'm watching White Lotus right now. Is that an anthology? Yeah. Cool. I'll check that out then. It's super good. I've heard good things. Thank you all for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can hit me up. I'm at, at PGH uh, underscore read pretty much everywhere. Sam's at PGH underscore SVH. Next up, be sure to, uh, we talked about in last mini, but be sure to download uh, Shirtless Bear Fighters for the comic book Book of the Month Club. And until we meet again, we'd like to leave you with this thought to ponder. Sam Peckin Pa <laughs> Sergio Liboni. You did, you did. did that one. <laughs> Guy Stitches. That's, That's a really good one. Guy Stitches. Yep. It's bad, but it's like <laughs> it's perfect. It's like right in the right wheelhouse. <laughs> Scary Lewis. Here's a layup. Hell Brooks.